Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real Welcome folks, welcome, welcome, welcome That was a very different intro, I wasn't even expecting that myself God, we did that, but (laughs) Welcome everybody to the KRP Radio Show I'm your host Pudgy, as normal, every Sunday, same time, same place You guys know how we do this thing, man and it's a pleasure to have everybody here with us. A little bit under the weather. My voice is gone just a little bit. It, it is that time of the season. And for all you folks out there who have been listening to the show, you guys know I mean, over the past few years, you guys know that uh, you know, I, I get the the sinus trouble this time of the year, man. And it's 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 horrible. So I'll be dealing with this thing for the next couple months. Just ask you guys to bear with me as I sniff and sneeze and blow my nose and cough and spread all my germs to all you guys out there over the KRP radio waves. Uh, if you guys are on Twitter, let me just go ahead and throw that out there right now. I'm not, I'm not the Twitter interactor that much. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm really not on Twitter that often. And, and I try my best to get on there more frequent, but you know, time is limited and you know, it is what it is. Man. You, you, 
stretched pretty thin and you know you got people tweeting for you and blogging for you but even that's limited for me like i don't i like to be uh hands-on but uh it's impossible to to cover all of these social media sites and to uh be a presence on these sites so i've been told that i don't say the twitter tagline enough so i'm just gonna throw it out there as much as possible uh for all my folks out there that are on twitter uh, make sure you hit us up on Twitter at symbol K I R P Radio Show, and you can find me on Twitter at symbol N C Pudgy. Sometimes I'm on the K R P Radio Twitter, sometimes I'm not. You may be dealing with a whole host of different people, but we all think the same for the most part. So you know, when you insult me, insult them as well. <laughs> uh, we also on Facebook. Check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash K R P Radio Show. Uh, leave your comments, your thoughts on there. We do a lot of Facebook interacting, and what happens is that that kind of spills over into Twitter somewhat. I think we could do a better job at that, but we're working on it. So, you know, check us out on social media, and, and I'm on Indeed, and, you know, we're all over the place. Cloud and all, all these different uh, websites that you guys frequent, you know, we're all over the place. So make sure you check us out on them and uh, give us a shout-out, a follow, or, you know, whatever it is you do on these social media sites. Also, if you guys are on Twitter, I got to mention uh, a special guest that we're going to bring here on the show in uh, in just a few minutes. And uh, he's, a, he's a great individual. It's definitely an informational uh, Twitter page to follow. Uh, this guy is, is uh, I don't know, they just tell the truth. It's uh, Texas Fair Taxer. Uh, make sure you check out Robert Williams at, at symbol TX. F-A-I-R-T-A-X-E-R, and uh, you'll get nothing but the truth on that on that Twitter page. I like that Twitter page. I try to check it out, and he's got a link to his blog and website and a few more other things going on out there. But Robert Williams would be our guest tonight. Make sure you guys check out Robert Williams. And he's going to come on here and tell you guys a little bit about the fair tax. Actually, a lot about the fair tax. And, uh, you know, speaking on the fair tax, you know, shout out to all my people out there in Raleigh. Uh, I'm 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 trying my best not to criticize uh, our first Republican Party uh, uh, majority in over 120 years here in North Carolina. Try my best not to criticize these people because you know nothing happens overnight, and I understand that. You know it seems that the general public does not understand that, and it seems like the general public could care less about that. You know, people don't read what's really going on. What what happens is people read commentary from uh, the person that they respect the most that they think know uh, about politics. Or they follow the smartest person on their Facebook page, and whatever they say about politics is law. Whatever they say about politics is truth. Uh, uh, same thing for Twitter. And, 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 again, all these other social media sites or Let's bring it a little bit more personal because everybody's not on the Internet. You know, everybody is not uh, on the social media. So it's the smartest person in your church. It's your pastor. It's your the smartest person in your uncle or the most, I'm sorry, the most smartest person in your family, the most successful person in your family, whether it be a grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, uncle, cousin, whoever. You know, that's what people generally do. They ask the people that they hold or that they view most successful uh, about things that happens in politics. 
whether they are right or wrong, you know, whether they are experts in the field or not, whether they read or not, whatever those people say is law. And frankly, let me see if I can, I'm not going to downplay it. That's stupid. That's stupid. I'm not calling you stupid, but that is stupid. You know, (laughs) a lot of the times, listen, just because your pastor preached a good sermon on Sunday morning or Wednesday night or Friday or last revival or whatever, just because your pastor got the best cleaning, floor cleaning business in in the city, you know, just because your uncle made $20,000 in his business but never really worked a day in his life, uh, just because your uneducated cousin can sell CDs on the corner or can open a fingernail polish shop and clean feet or whatever you want to call it, that does not make them political savvy. That doesn't make them understand what's really going on in politics. So just like me, now I'm not taking away their right to be able to talk about things. Okay, I'm not taking, and, and, and again, you also got to remember, just because people understand politics don't mean they understand money. You know, that's a whole different light. That's a whole different topic. So when it comes to taxes and your bank account, and you doing what's best for your family and understanding money and understanding taxes and the whole tax structure, because let's let's face it, most tax professionals don't even understand the tax code. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's just call it what it is. So when it, when it comes to topics like that, what you should do is consult a bipartisan expert or read it for yourself. Look up the definitions and understand it for you. You don't need people... Uh, trying to further their agenda or or trying to gain some follower by by uh, spreading nothing but wrong information because that's what a lot of people do. They don't they don't commonly give uh, the the proper information or the rightful information about taxes or the whole tax structure, especially politically speaking. You know, people are going to talk about they're going to use talking points that are that that support their cause or that supports their party. You know, so a lot of times what we find is people giving advice and talking about taxes and trying to educate you on taxes, but they didn't read it for themselves either. You know, a lot of the times these folks, if they're Democrat, they're probably listening to Al Sharpton and the rest of the crew talking about how taxes are unbalanced and and, and, and how taxes are uh, are discriminatory and, and this, that, and the other. You know, if they're Republican, they're probably listening to Rush talk about taxes, and it, Rush ain't hurt for a dollar in, in at least the last 30, 40 years. So, you know, these people... They can't, they can't tell you exactly what the tax structure means for you. They're looking at it from their light, from their perspective. A lot of the times they read it and they talk about the facts in the tax code, but they don't talk about it first person in, in terms of what it can mean for you. They can never sit in your, you know, they can never get behind your skin. They can never put on your shoes and tell you what this means for you. They can only read it off and give you their best guess assumption. Now, sometimes people are fair. You know, sometimes you'll get people like myself and they'll read it off verbatim and then it is what it is. But even me, you know, when I read it, I'm talking about what it's going to do to me. And a lot of times I'm talking from a, from an aspect of, let, let me keep it real. I, listen, I, I'm not the only person out here talking, talking about it right. I'm not even going to down myself like that to make a lot of people feel comfortable. When I'm talking about the truth on anything, a lot of the times I talk about it from my perspective and then I talk about it from people who live a certain, uh, a, a better life than me, 
You, call, you could call them rich, wealthy, whatever you want to call them. I'm talking about it from an entrepreneur uh, standpoint, but I also talk about it from people who are, who are poor. You know, people who don't understand the tax structure, people who would never read the tax code. So what I try to do is cover all bases on this and talk about what the truth is in the tax code and what the truth is about money and politics and religion in all walks of life. Okay, again, I could never understand what it means for you. You know, I could never jump behind your skin and tell you exactly how you feel about it. You know, I would have to listen to people that's like you or listen to you when you guys would have to interact and we talk it out. And in talking it out, you know, the communication is what we hold valuable about things because if you communicate about things, everybody will understand a little bit more clearer. We don't have to agree, but if we're able to communicate and talk about it, we'll feel better about it as we go along because maybe you'll understand my point of view and maybe I'll understand your point of view or maybe we won't. Maybe we'll just walk away and say, you know what, that guy's crazy, but, hey, I, at least I heard where he was coming from. So, you know, that's what we do on the show, and that's why uh, we invited uh, my man Robert Williams to come on the show. Again, his Twitter is at symbol TX, Fair Taxer. Make sure you guys add him, check him out, send him a tweet, let him know you heard him on the KRP radio show. We got to go to a commercial, and when we come back, we're going to be talking to Charlotte Holder from StretchingYourBudget.com. Rock with me, folks. We'll be right back. Don't forget, 619-638-8559. You can hit us up on phone and just listen to the show. We won't bother you. Hit number one if you got a comment, but if you don't, we won't bother you. We'll just let you sit there on the show and listen and listen and listen, and my producers won't even bother your phone numbers. We, you know, we'll just... Let you sit there and, 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 you know, do whatever it is that you do. Uh, we're also on Twitter, at symbol NC Pudgy. It's me, at symbol KRP Radio Show. And uh, you, you can also check us out on Blog Talk. That's blogtalkradio.com backslash KRP Radio Show. Check us out on there. You can also check all the all the logs and all the, the back shows and the archives and comments and video and, you know, things of that nature. Also, you can check us out on, uh, where, else, where else are we, folks? Oh, yeah, YouTube. Check out some of the YouTube videos. Some you might like, some you might not like. At symbol, uh, I'm sorry, YouTube.com backslash KRP Radio Show. You listen to Budgie, man. We'll be right back after these messages. Switching to GEICO really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Did the little piggy cry wee, wee, wee all the way home? Wee! Wee, wee, wee! 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 Yeah? You're home. Oh, cool. Thanks, Mrs. A. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Sixty thousand North Carolina families are affected by autism. One out of every one hundred ten children born today will be diagnosed with autism. If you have any questions or need support, we can help. The Autism Society of North Carolina can be reached at eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Again, that's eight hundred four four two two seven six two. Remember, 60,000 North Carolina families are affected by autism, and one out of every 110 children born will be diagnosed with autism as well. If you need to reach them by the web, 
The address is www.autismsociety-nc.org. You can also reach him on Facebook, Twitter, and you can reach him on YouTube. Love somebody today. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, folks, to the KIRP Radio Show. This Sunday, it is 8.17 p.m., September 8th, and we are happy to be on this show doing what we do best. Well, some people might not think we do best, but I think we do best. You know, I I don't care much about people's opinion. You know, I just kind of live through it and live on and keep rocking. But I love everybody, man, so, you know, I always listen to what you guys got to say. Anyway, welcome to the show, none other than the superstar of this show, I mean, a lot of people, you listen to the show just to hear her talk, and then you hang up, and that's cool. I'm jealous, but it's okay. And uh, her name is Charlotte Holder. She's the architect and the creator of StretchingYourBudget.com. Make sure you guys check that website out. She comes on here at 8.15 every Sunday when I don't talk too much, and she drops some jewels on uh, living a little bit more frugal. So uh, welcome to the show, Charlotte Holder. How are you, Charlotte? Doing well. How are you? I am horse again, and you know how it is. It's time of the year. Uh, football season. Hard. There you go. There you go. Football season <laughs> and the allergies. And my team kicked I know you too well. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it is with family. So, what are you up to? Nothing. We actually just finished dinner. We ate late tonight. So. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was my husband in the kitchen, and he's got the kids and cleaning up. I said, I'll be back. I'm going to lock myself in the bedroom. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, I get it. I'm in the closet right now. Well, not really. But anyway, so what do you got for us this week, Charlotte? I know you got something, uh, something pretty special for us this week. Well, honestly, no, I don't have anything planned, but, you know, I can always talk about anything to do with saving money. So, do well, you have any questions you, like, would want to ask? Or if not, I can come up with something, no big deal. Well, we're talking about taxes this week, and, uh, you know, North Carolina changes individual tax. Uh, some changes are going to take place in 2014. Some changes are going to take place in 2015. And uh, I was just wondering... Uh, in terms of saving, you know, you do a lot of, I almost said hoarding, but I'm not going to say that. <laughs> you do a lot of stocking. No, that is not what I do. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of bulk buying and, and that sort of yeah. thing. So uh, are there any, you know, we always talk about the benefits to it, but there, are there any drawbacks to, to uh, you know, buying a lot of bulk loads at one time and, and you know, or putting a lot of money away at one time? Or Are there any negatives to that? Um, I mean, there can be negatives, but it depends on what type of food you're buying. Um, a lot of people think they can only do like canned goods or box, you know, stuff that has preservatives. Um, and while that's true, um, you can also do a ton of, um, items and freeze them. So you can buy in bulk and prepare ahead. 
Um, that's something that we're trying in our um, house to do, just with the crazy lifestyle and being busy, um, and just trying to eat, you know, a little bit better. Uh, so we're trying to do that and, and freeze. So, like, if I make a big lasagna or something, I'll make two, and I won't bake it. I'll just prepare it, and then I'll freeze it so that I, all I have to do is pull it out and put it in the oven for a busy night. So you could just go and buy a lot of your stuff at one time and then put it all together and freeze it. Or if you just want to individually wrap things, like chicken, you can um, – uh, we have, like, a food saver, so we just individually wrap them so we don't have to take an entire package out and defrost it. We just take the chicken breast out right. as we need it type thing. That's good for people that, you know, are single or just two, like, a couple. You know, a lot of times people ask me, how can I buy in bulk or how can I coupon when it's just the two of us or the one of me, you know? And so those are right. some good tips, too, um, for people out there that are looking for that type of thing. And you can, you know, prepare one big item and individually package it into your freezer and freeze it. Um, and you've heard me talk about a lot, and it's something that I love, and that's just to have an extra freezer, whether it's a chest freezer oh, yeah. or a stand-up freezer. Um, and we have one, and, I, I mean, I would die if I didn't have it. So if you don't have one, and it, even if it's just, one or two people in your household, they they have smaller chest freezers that you can get. A friend of mine has one that they keep, and it's, you know, just a smaller size. So it doesn't have to be on the large scale. Just you have to find um, what meets your lifestyle, and that's something that I've always said. So, yeah, so buying in bulk, um, even if you want to buy fruits, vegetables, that kind of thing, you can freeze all that stuff. Freeze fruit, you can make smoothies with it. Um you have it all winter long while things are good. We did a garden, so, you know, we'll try to can stuff and, and just keep things so that we have fresh stuff throughout the year. So um, it doesn't have to just be perishable and things that are not good for you. You can still eat good and buy in bulk. So I definitely encourage it. But, do you know, and I've talked about this before, too, with buying in bulk, um, you have to be careful because you need to make sure it's a really good deal that you're buying it at. I don't like to just go to a, a big box store and buy a bunch of stuff, and it, it may or may not be a good deal. So there's a two catch-22, you know, for me. But for the most part, if I find something that's a really good deal, I will buy a lot of it. <laughs> and most people do call that hoarding, but... Um, as long as you use it, then I don't consider hoarding. Hoarding is where you hoard something and never touch it for five or ten years. <laughs> so, yes, <laughs> buying bulk is, is definitely good. <laughs> I, I, I knew better. Then, I was just, you know, taking a shot. I know. I no, something. I have people all the time say, is that not hoarding? <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte, admit it is the first. No, I'm just kidding. So, uh-huh. all right, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to take more shots at you, but I. I just do such a bad job at at not hoarding, but buying in bulk. I mean, I'm horrible at it, and I know I need to. I mean, we got 80 kids in this house, so I know we need to do better. You got at your that, own football but, team. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, that's the close. hardest thing. Whenever I'm teaching people how to coupon, it is the hardest thing for people to grasp. Um, my mother-in-law is first starter. She still doesn't understand or see the point in it. Um, 
and and it's just why am I buying more than what I need right now? I'm not going to use it. And so many people struggle with that because that is the way that you were raised by your mom, your grandma, and so forth. You just buy what you need. I mean, back in the day, they didn't have refrigerators. You bought for the day, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's just um, a lifestyle change, I guess. It's just something, a learning curve is what I kind of try to call it. Um, so it's just learning to um, the whole goal of saving and couponing, but if you don't coupon, just saving in general, is to find the lowest possible price for the items that you use the most of and buying them mm-hmm. when they're at that lowest price. So whether it's couponing or just the sale, if you buy that item all the time, more than likely you're going multiple times to buy this you know, product, then you should know about the, the lowest price that you've ever seen it for. And that's when you want to jump on it. And that's when you when you want to buy a lot of it. Um, for example, like certain items will go on sale at different times of the year based on what what it might be. So, like right now, well, a month or so ago, it was cereals and um, protein bars and all that kind of stuff for back to school. So, um, you know, and in the summer it was barbecue sauce and that kind of stuff. So I know that in the summer, barbecue sauce is going to be as lowest price possible because that's when people are grilling out and that kind of thing. So I will buy for the entire oh, yeah. year at that at that time. So people are like, why are you going to do that? But the shelf life is to 2014 or, or 15. You know, it's one to two years. And so why not go ahead and buy and have it for the entire year when I've only paid, you know, nothing for it? basically, than when just run into the store and I need it and pay in three, four dollars. You know, it just doesn't make mm-hmm. sense in my mind. So it's just getting past that um not using it now part <laughs> that people struggle with. I mean everybody struggles with it. I mean it's 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 okay to buy as you need. I mean if if you're a great shopper like that, frankly you you just don't have a lot of time to do that. I don't have a lot of time. Well I'll say we don't have a lot of time to buy as you need. So we try to buy ahead, but, you know, it, it's mm-hmm. also hard to buy so much in bulk because, you know, a lot of times when you go super shopping at a supermarket is a mindset. Like you got to prepare yourself to go. And I just don't <laughs> yeah. do it at all. My wife does it all and she, she deals with it. But to me, it's like traffic, man. If I'm, if I'm shopping, it's just like traffic to me. I can't stand it. So, I do you know, like I have shopping rates like road rates. Yeah, I like to go when there's nobody else there. Oh, oh, you said you do late night shopping. I'm sorry, I didn't catch that. Yes. Well, that's all. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I like to go when I'm like the only one in the store and they're about to close. (laughs) I mean, you'll see me sometimes like 10 or 11 o'clock at the grocery store. (laughs) Hey, that's a good thing, man. If you can pull that off, you keep doing it. Shopping at night is great because it's less traffic. Traffic is traffic. Exactly. <laughs> so shopping traffic and is most, car traffic to me. Yeah, most of the people that work there too at night are just kind of like teenagers, young, laid back. They're not uptight, and especially when they're using coupons. It's kind of <laughs> nice because they're just kind of like, well, let's move it on. It's not like somebody's inspecting your every little thing. So. And, you know, we love deals. So, Well, Charlotte, yeah. it is almost time. 
And uh, we got one more minute, so I'm going to use that one minute to ask you for something that I haven't asked for in a very long time. Shout out. You know it. <laughs> okay. Shout out to you for being the best football coach ever. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you. Round of applause. See, you never get myself. the shout outs. You always give them. So I have to give you some, show you some love every once in a while. See, that's B.I.G. right there. Charlotte, you're a B.I.G. in my book. I appreciate that. I don't, I don't get many yeah, shout outs. I get a lot of hate mail. You know, it's all. Oh, good. we should. At least my, my my little football players love me, and that that's all I ask for. At least most days. Well, maybe fifty fifty. <laughs> so, you know, people always have really opinions. <laughs> yeah, they do. Opinions are like a butt. We all got them. But, uh, you know, it is. It's it's okay. I mean, I'll, I'll get over it. I won't cry. You know, I'll I'll just deal with it. That's right. And and life goes on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So shout out to you and your family, Charlotte. <laughs> Definitely shout out to the, the website that you do, stretchingyourbudget.com. I hope everybody checks that out. There's a lot of good information on there, you know, on ways to coupon and how to save and this, that, and the other. And uh, Charlotte, I don't know, maybe we got to come up with some more creative ways to do some things. And uh, I definitely have some things to talk to you about. So maybe in a, in a okay. couple of weeks we'll get together and, uh, you know, we'll go over some things and see if we can make some some more things happen. What do you think? Sounds awesome. All right, Charlotte, have a good night. Thanks for what you do. <laughs> we are going to a commercial, folks. That's Charlotte from StretchingYourBudget.com. Don't forget to check her site out. It is StretchingYourBudget.com. I know I can't talk. I know you guys can barely understand me, but just deal with it. We got to go to another commercial. When we come back, we're coming back with my man Robert Williams, and we're going to talk some taxes. I'm trying my best to talk about it so we can save the good stuff. You know, talk to the expert that's about to be on. But, you know, I've tried and, and failed at it miserably. But we'll be right back, folks. If I can't have you to myself, then life's no fun. I'd rather be with you, folks. Yeah. K-I-R-P Radio! How many more innocent people? How many more? How many more? What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history? Democide, or death by government, has killed 290 million people on record. Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR. 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany, nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism, nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization killed over 50 million people. Pol Pot's Cambodia, funded by the U.S. government, 2 million people killed. China's Communist Party, as many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987. And the list goes on and on. Demand to know why the Department of Homeland Security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets. How many more people does government have to kill? Enough. Enough. 
demand an end to citizen disarmament. As an American. As an American citizen. As a patriot. For your children. Enough of the people laying down and letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time. It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns, people die. It's time to realize the biggest threat to you and your family is government. It's time to recognize government is the greatest killer of all time. Demand they show you the word hunting in the Second Amendment. Demand our politicians uphold the Constitution and Bill of Rights as they swore to when they took office. It's time for our leaders to read the Constitution. It's time for our leaders to obey the Constitution. The Constitution. The Constitution. Because a well-regulated militia with 10-round magazines wouldn't last very long. So now you know the most dangerous thing to you and your family in the world is government. Because mass murderers agree, gun control works. Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right. Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right? And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me? And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player. Whoa. It is my mission to create brand stories for you that push the envelope, force people to stop, think, and take notice. Ride with you on your journey to success by creating great design that makes you look like the originator and not an imitator. Get you out of your comfort zone, inspire you to take action. Be risky and always stay true to your passion. Tiffany Inc. is located in Los Angeles, California. Tiffany Inc. specializes in designs, creative brands for the entertainment, fashion, beauty, and food industry. Some past and present clients include Jill Osco, J&K Fresh LLC, celebrity chef Nikki Shaw, teen and family producer Doreen Spencer, the National Association of Veterans, the Alzheimer's Association, and a host of fantastic others. To contact Tiffany Inc., all you have to do is log on to www.tiffanywithaniinc.com. Sound Shoe, the number one online music tournament, encompasses seven different genres, including hip-hop, R&B, country, reggae, reggaeton, pop, rock, and gospel. Music artists, log on to SoundChew.com to compete for a chance to have exclusive access to music listeners across the globe. Build relationships with other music artists and music professionals, plus maximize your exposure and gain worldwide attention. Music listeners, log on now to enjoy new music from up-and-coming artists that Vote for the songs you like best to ensure that your favorite artist wins. Also, check out the latest in music news. Music execs and producers, scout music talent to find your next big star. Musicians and voters, sign up for SoundChew today. That's www.soundchew.com. S-O-U-N-D-C-H-E-W. Once again, that's www.soundchew.com, the number one online music tournament. Deshiree is an online indie department store born with the ideology, community, and self. We believe that a garment or accessory created by an independent designer can do more for our community on a deeper level. 
The ability to wear someone's imagination is a beautiful event. Purchasing independence means wearing something unique while supporting those around you. The designers you support could very well be your neighbors, friends, and family. Embrace your indie state of mind. Shop indie. www.dechcri.com. Day Cherie. Welcome back, folks, to the KRP Radio Show. It's time to get you guys a little bit of weather, and this weather report is brought to you by Miller Marketing and Media, at symbol N3G, M3G, excuse me, M3G, Inc. Uh, Monday, we're looking at 85 degrees, should be clear all day in North Carolina, Burlington, North Carolina, to the B exact. 64 will be your low. Tuesday, the 10th, looking at clear again, 87 degrees. Beautiful day, folks. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day. 65 is a low. Also, Wednesday and Thursday, you're looking at 89 and 88 degrees, both with the low of 65. Friday should be 86 degrees, clear, partly cloudy in the evening. Looks like around 5, 6 p.m. It's going to be a little bit cloudy, folks, with a 10% chance of precipitation with a low of 62 degrees. Maybe that little rain to come through and it's going to cool it off a little bit. And Saturday, we're looking at uh, 79 degrees, no precipitation. 100% sunny and clear. 56 low. Saturday, y'all, it's going to be a great day in North Carolina for some football. It's going to be a great day for anything. Anytime it's sunny like that, you guys should love what it's doing. Anyway, this weather report is brought to you by Miller Marketing and Media. Check them out on Facebook, at symbol Miller Marketing and Media or M3G, Inc. Uh, moving right along, folks. Sorry, I'm a little bit different tonight. I know I sound um, a little clustered or uh, a little uneasy or I, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the serious stuff that's getting to me. I mean, you know, I, I'm stuffy, congested, but I'm not complaining. Thank God I'm excellent. I'm, I'm definitely not complaining. I feel great, actually, but, you know, uh, sinuses is, is, is a bit uh, touchy or whatever you want to call it. It's bothering me a little bit, but uh, excellent nonetheless. Uh, this serious stuff, though, is 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 really getting to me, and and it's just crazy how this thing is is, is unraveling. You know the, the things that are taking place. It's like if you don't, you if unless you lived under a rock, you should clearly see. And, and I'm not on the. I don't want to get on the throw Obama under the train bus. I'm not even going there tonight. But this administration. Has zero leadership whatsoever. I mean, in world politics, zero leadership. You know, and and you got people like John McCain jumping on board. You got John Kerry. You got the Clintons. You know, I often sometimes 
And I'm a little bit tongue-tied because there's so much I want to say, but I'm trying not to get into that right now because that's not what we're talking about tonight. But a lot of times I often wonder, who really controls this leadership? Like, who's – I think it's Wizard of Oz, right? I mean, we see President Obama at, at, at the forefront of this administration, but I'm looking for the man behind the curtain. Like, there's somebody back there pulling the strings and – you know, I can almost see the feet from under the curtain. I, I, I see the feet, and there's some nice loafers, you know, by the way. They look like they were made in Germany somewhere, and uh, they look like they're really expensive, something that billionaires could afford, if you know what I mean. But, uh, you know, I often wonder who's really running this administration. And, and, and another thing, you know, the GOP leadership, is they're shaky, too. <laughs> I mean... It's it's like it's trickery. I, I really don't know what's going on. But anyway, this stuff this stuff is really bothering me. You know, the more I read and and the more reports that come out, and it's not the news that's bothering me. It's the things that the politicians are saying out of their mouths. I mean, these are the same people on both sides of the aisle that many of us or many of you all hold so much value and belief in. You know, the when you look at Obamacare, you know, that started to peel back the onion so you guys could really find out who was going to do what, you know, or, or were the people that you elected going to do what they said they were going to do when they were campaigning? You know, the onion is peeling back now. We're getting to the core of this thing, and, and the closer we get into this Syria thing, the more and the more we see these people come out and they agree or, or or they agree to disagree or, you know, and, and it's like you don't really understand what people stand for anymore. You don't really understand who's on your side. You don't really understand who opposes, you know, who's for or who's against. And and there's really nobody to follow. And And I've talked about this politically speaking. And I've talked about this time after time after time again. And people criticize me and they say, well, Pudgy, even though you lean to the right, you know, you're an independent, so your choice has been taken away. But look what's happening. The people you follow in the GOP has failed you again and again and again. The Democrats, let's not even talk about that. You know, let's not even go there. You know, I think there was just a report. Was it a confirmed? There's a confirmed report that NAACP President Ben Jealous has stepped down this year or or, or is to step down this year. You know, that's no shocker. You know, all the damage has been done. You know, they, they put this guy in place to, to do all this despicable stuff and, and to support all this despicable or oppose all this legislation that just makes common sense. You know, you want to talk about voter ID? You know, that just makes common sense. As I tell people all the time, when they want to start talking about voter ID, I always tell people, look, man, this is not, you know, what you're talking about is not the way for the future. You know, at the end of the day, we're living in 2013, and what we want to—we don't want to tell our children that having an ID is somehow dis—it's somehow not even disproportionate, but it's somehow racist. You know, or you know, it's somehow a bad thing. How can having an ID, which is a piece of government-issued identification that you're going to need to get a job with anyway in America? You know, how can we be telling our kids that the way to go is to protest and to get arrested and you shouldn't have to have an idea and you should oppose that premise? 
You know, how can we really stand up and stand behind? It, it, it's ludicrous, really. So here we are. You got a guy like Ben Jealous who's going to step down because the damage has been done. See, now they got everything they want. We're getting ready to go to war, folks. So you better strap on your boots, you know. Kids aren't talking about going to the military anymore. They're going to draft your children. It may not be this war. It may not be the next war. And it may be the war after this. They're going to draft your children because people aren't going to the armed forces at rates that they once did. And you can you blame them? I love my country, but the country does not take care of its veterans. Anyway, we're talking about taxes tonight. And I want to welcome to the show our special guest that we have tonight. For all you Twitter followers out there, if you don't have Twitter, go get it. Twitter.com. I'm not I'm not uh I'm not giving Twitter any kind of uh shout outs or advertisement, but I want you guys to follow this guy. I want you to follow us as well. At TX Fair Taxer, my man Robert Williams. Welcome to the show, sir. How are you? Good, good. Can you hear me all right? I can hear you excellent. You probably you sound better than all I right, do. All right, all right. Yeah, good deal. Hey, I appreciate having me on. Uh thank you very much. Thanks for all you're doing. You're a real patriot. Uh love uh Love what you've talked about so far tonight. Been uh, really interesting. Kept me awake. Uh, well, that, that's a good thing. You know, back, that can keep you awake. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it, it, I, I've been out working all day, so I'm I'm exhausted oh. today. Uh, oh. Putting up some new fence lines, but uh, yeah. Uh, you know, back uh, at the beginning of the show, you were talking about uh, you know uh, people, uh, you know not doing the research and, and, you know, make sure you get out there and do your own research and, and learn and listen and uh, uh, do do all this stuff on your own. And I tell you, man, you nailed it on the head. That, that's what a lot of people don't do, and especially when it comes from your politicians. Your your yeah. politicians are the, the – it, it's, it's not always a case of them lying. But it is you, you. You know as well as I do that you know some of them just flat out lie to you. But uh, <laughs> yeah. a, a lot of them just uh, a lot of them are just they're they're, they're misinformed. Ninety uh, yeah. percent of the information that they're passing on to their constituents is researched by minimum wage staff. Uh, wow. And, you know, and, and and if this thing with McDonald's goes through, they'll be making less than the people at McDonald's. <laughs> oh, you better believe it. Uh, and, and that's you know, ridiculous. That's crazy. It is, isn't it? That's just that's just no. You know, that's gonna, that's going to kill. That's going to kill the industry. See, but, you, uh, know, people, yeah, you know, the, go for it. Go for it. No, I, I, I was just going to say, people, it, it, people not only don't do the research, they don't think for themselves either. I mean, if 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 an we used to look at jobs, and and I'm not knocking the the fast food joints, I'm not knocking the burger joints. I mean, do what you got to do to provide for yourself by all means. But those jobs, and and everybody in America, everybody in the world has looked at those fast food jobs as jobs for teens or jobs for school age kids. And and uh-huh. you know, there always have been some adults work there. There, there, there are awesome success stories behind the McDonald's and, and the fast food franchises, and and but people don't do the research for themselves and they don't think for themselves. You know, these are individual business owners that predominantly own all of the McDonald's franchises that are in this world. <laughs> it's right. not McDonald's yep. the corporation. 
It's it's people like you and me who have probably worked our butt off at a McDonald's maybe, saved our dollars, got with a few partners and said, hey, we can do this on our own and open up one ourselves, yeah. you know. Exactly. So Precisely. these people are going to be punished dearly <laughs> if this minimum wage, yep. if this $15 an hour thing goes through at an unskilled job such as McDonald's. And it's not only that industry, it's going to be all industry. You know, people aren't even talking about that. Yeah. It's going to be all industries, not just McDonald's. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to hurt businesses across the nation. I mean, it's hard enough for businesses to hire someone full-time at $9 an hour right now. It just minimum wage goes up, and, and uh, so do the part-time jobs. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, I, I follow your post on Twitter, and and you have a lot of a lot of awesome things to say, and and you put a lot of information out there. If you could just for a minute, you know, let the people know who you are because we jump right into this thing. But <laughs> let the people know who you are and, and and your website and your blog and things like that, and and then we're gonna get down to talking about this fair tax here. Sure, sure. Uh, first off, look, you know, my name's Robert Williams. Uh, I'm TX uh, or Texas Fair Taxer on uh, on Twitter. Uh, uh, I'm really, I'm just, uh, uh, sorry, I started getting some feedback there. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm just a, uh, a draftsman. Uh, I, I've taken the time to, to do the research and, and read about all the aspects of the fair tax inside and out. I've, uh, uh, I've taken the time to, to find the places where people say they have problems with the, the fair tax and researched further yeah. and found that problems, any of those problems are either superficial or uh, they're just flat out just made up. Uh, a lot of the stuff is, you know, one of the biggest uh, issues with the fair tax is that it takes the power away from Congress to play favorites. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be the biggest liars of it, and yeah. they they start lying to their constituents, and their constituents start lying to their friends about it, and you know it, it just propagates. And I say lying kind of facetiously because it's again it's it's mostly just a lot of just misinformation. Uh, sure. But uh, yeah, I just I, I work a uh, I work a full time job. I'm an AutoCAD draftsman. Uh, you know, I make forty-five thousand dollars a year. Uh, uh, I'm married to a great wife, and she's a uh, uh, small business owner. She she runs her own uh, software development uh, company, if you if you will. Uh, so you know, I've I've taken the time to uh, learn a lot about taxes for for me, yeah. for my wife, and for her family, which uh, her family is uh, the, a lot of farmers down here in South Texas. Uh, they have a, a very large farming community down here. So, you know, I've taken the time to, to get in and, and, and learn about from from all the different aspects. Uh, I just, uh, I fell in love with it, you know, within a week of learning about it. I just, I fell in love with it, and I've been pushing it for uh, over three years. Wow. I, I wonder why, well, I don't wonder why, you know, so many 
politicians seem to be scared of the fair tax. You know, when Herman Cain was out here yelling his 999 plan and, and he was advocating for a, a flat tax or a fair tax, if you will, uh, people were afraid of that. They didn't want that. They didn't want anything to do with it either. And, uh, you know, what exactly is a fair tax, really, in, in your words? Well, the the fair – were you talking a fair tax or the fair tax? Well, well, the fair tax, the fair tax, okay. not a fair tax, the right. fair tax. Uh, you know, the, the, the fair tax, basically, it's uh, it's a consumption tax that's gonna re- that will replace all of your income taxes. Uh, your, and, and when I say all of your income taxes, any really any income slash payroll based taxes. So you know you're looking at uh, on average 15% income tax that you'll be getting back. Uh, your portion of the payroll tax, which is 7.65%. Uh, any uh, Gift taxes, the AMT, uh, which is alternative minimum tax, uh, estate tax, which uh, there, there's a business killer right there. Uh, the, it'll replace the estate tax and uh, just any, basically anything to do with income. Uh, it, it removes business-to-business taxes, and, and it replaces it all with uh, – and, you know, hold your, hold your breath here, but uh, with, with a 23% – uh, tax on the consumption of new goods and services. Uh, mm-hmm. And when I say new goods, uh, I mean that's just new goods. If a tax hasn't been paid on it, the fair tax would apply. Anything that the tax has already been paid on will be considered used and there's no fair tax on that. Uh, the, the whole premise of the fair tax is to tax once and only once the consumption of all new goods and services. Uh, It will eliminate all of the hidden taxes that we pay now, uh, which on average I believe it's uh, 22% of the price of products that we buy today, uh, new and used, carry these hidden taxes, which – it's estimated that I think 85 to 90% of those hidden taxes would be eliminated from the price of, of products. Uh, right. So, uh, you know, there's a, there's a lot of good in, in the fair tax and it's just really is getting the information out there to people. And that's what I'm trying to do. Are there, are there, it seems like to me, from from what I understand on the, in, on the fair tax, and and man, I've been advocating this thing for a little over two years now, maybe three. And uh, you know, people that listen to this show uh, commonly know that I support the fair tax. And to me, it it just it makes common sense. Again, it, you know, when things make common sense and it's not very complicated, to me, you know, I'm going to push for that, especially when it, in terms of, of politics and taxes and, and things of what's most beneficial to the American citizens. But, you know, doesn't the fair tax give the power to the people, so to speak? It does. It, it, it would return the power to pay taxes back it would put, excuse me, put the power to pay taxes back in the hands of U.S. citizens for the first time in over 100 years. It's, you know, we've we've had the income tax now for 100 years, 1913. Yeah. Uh, wow. Yeah. 
so yes, it, it, and you know, if you don't want to pay tax, I'm not going out this weekend. Plain and simple. That's right. You know, uh, I was going to buy a new car this weekend. You know what? Government pissed me off. I'm going to wait. I don't need a new car. Maybe I'll go buy a used car. You know, uh, yeah. and that's what that's what people like you and I can do. Right. The rich, you know, and I say the rich, I say that kind of facetiously too, because there's this huge class warfare thing going on with the with the liberal. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, you I'm sure you've seen it on my on my Twitter page. Uh, I'm constantly Absolutely. getting into fights about uh, with with liberals about how the rich don't pay their fair share and. Uh, you know, they, they really don't have the, the same options that, that we do in, in buying used. Uh, you know, they've got to live up to an image amongst their friends. You know, you'd never see, uh, you know, someone like, like Bill Gates or, or Steve Forbes driving around in a, 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 a you know, a, a 78 <laughs> Chevy pickup. You know what I mean? Nope. Uh, <laughs> It's just they don't. What's that? They don't have. No, they they don't have that option. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) yep. They don't. Wow. So yeah, that's you know, and and, you know, another thing you were uh, uh, you talked about earlier too was that uh, uh, talking about the uh, how the poor don't read the tax code. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. I there shit. the rich don't pay tax, uh, don't read the tax code either. But uh, you know, it, it really affects the poor when they don't. Uh, the rich have their attorneys and lawyers that they can pay to to go read the tax code for them if they need to. Uh, That's right. But but the poor don't have that option. And and this one good thing about the fair tax is, fair tax is as easy or as simple as buying a candy bar. Plain and simple. You don't have to. You don't have to go up to the cash register and go, is the fair tax on this or on this? And, and it's it's not like that. You don't have to worry about it. Uh, uh, you know, like I said just a few minutes ago, if, if you don't want to buy, if you don't want to pay tax, you don't have to. Uh, but the 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 poor have more options with the fair tax. They, uh, you know, the fair tax will will untax them. Uh, it, it, tax, it actually it will untax all spending up to, and this is depending on the family size, but about twenty five hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And, and that's you know that's a lot. Uh, it, it, it puts uh, the federal income tax back in their paycheck, which uh, you know that's that's the biggest thing right there. I mean, most. Most everybody, even even the poor, are at least in the ten percent, but most are are probably in the fifteen percent tax bracket. Uh, and, and with the uh, with the payroll tax also being taken out uh, for the first hundred thousand, which you know, there's a highly regressive tax right there. Is the the payroll Tell tax? Me about it. I mean, that just you know, once you get over, I think it's one hundred and thirteen thousand right now. It's gone up to. Uh, you're not taxed, so uh, you know most of the the, the poor are are really hit hard by that uh, that payroll tax, uh, and, and it gets rid of that too. So you know, putting the 
the FICA, and I'm throwing out keywords out there because some people know stuff by one name and by another, but, uh, you know, your yeah. Social Security, Medicare, or FICA taxes uh, are, are what I'm talking about there with your payroll taxes. And, and you know, you get all that back. If, if you just look at one of your pay stubs, uh, you'd be probably be amazed by the amount of money you'd get back every paycheck for the rest of your life. Uh, you know, and, and to pay the, the 23% at, at the register, which wouldn't really even be 23% because the fair tax also has the prebate, which that's where the uh, where you're untaxed up to that uh, that 2,500. I was I was saying. Uh, so yeah, there there are a lot of benefits to the the fair tax uh, for the poor. Uh, it, it's really designed to to help them the most. I think if if people would really pay attention to what's going on and, and read it for themselves, they would immediately call for action and and want you know a fair tax, the fair tax uh, in this whole country. You know, we're led by workers. I mean, that's what this country is made up on, people who yeah. get up every morning, you know, get dressed and, and go to work and pay bills at the end of the week or, or you know, bi-monthly or monthly. You know, that's what this country is made yep. up on, hardworking people. And uh, if, if people really had the information, you know, I think that they would really support the fair tax. But what happens, it gets torn upon and, and, and broken apart, you know, by people who have political agendas. You know, not people like myself who, who rather I lean right according to history. You know, today I sit right in the middle because, you know, we need people to hold both sides honest. And, and you know, that's just who I am, you know, explaining who I am myself. But despite of all of that, if people would really just understand what's happening with the tax structure and, and how we keep, you know, getting more taxes for this and increases for that and so many more regulations, if, if people really pay attention to that, you know, it, it would be really simple uh, to move to the fair tax system. I, I, I believe so. Uh, it's unfortunate that it get broke down and, and torn apart from, you know, people who have their own uh, personal agendas or their political agendas or what may have you. You know, it, this thing really works. Um, I was going to ask you too. You know, but you answered the question I was going to ask you was it is it most beneficial for everybody? But you know, it's obvious in the words that you said and and how you explained it that it is. Are there any drawbacks to the fair tax? Um, it takes power away from politicians. That's the real That's main drawback. Uh, there there are a couple of there are a couple of small little things that uh, you know the fair tax isn't perfect. I, I'm not going to claim it is. It, it's Sure. Uh, it's not, but it is. It is the best option to what we have now. Uh, right. Let me just say, rent, for instance, and I don't know a whole lot about this, but uh, the fair tax is uh, currently, and I say currently because this is there's there is uh, how do I say this? There, there are some people who are working on trying to get this removed from the fair tax. So, But as it's written right now, uh, the fair tax includes rent, uh, which you and I both know a lot of poor people, I, I'd, say, I'd say a good 90% of poor people rent. Uh, yeah. I don't know too many poor people who own their own home. Uh, you know, there's some lower income individuals who, who might own their own home, and, and there's someone picked something. But 
I'd say a good 90, 85 to 90% of poor people rent. And uh, so what uh, um, the, the fair tax currently, as it's written right now, does uh, is uh, is uh, figured in with the rent, uh, but that ho- we're hoping that we can get that changed. Uh, we've got some people in in the fair tax uh, circles who are working on uh, on getting that removed from the bill the next time it comes around. Uh, we know the likelihood of it being uh, passed in in this Congress with this administration is absolutely mm-hmm. new. Uh, but that doesn't, mean we're good. that doesn't mean we're not going to stop pushing it. Uh, we need to, we need to keep getting the information out there. And uh, actually right now, I think we have the most uh, sponsors and co-sponsors that we have ever had. Uh, and we're up, in fact, it's the most that any tax plan has ever had. Uh and that that we're up to, I believe it is 79 uh, sponsors slash co-sponsors in both the House and Senate. Uh, so you know, and and it's growing every year uh, or every every session. Uh, last session, I think it was at 72 or 76. Uh, and, and you know, we've still got a lot of time left in this session, so we're still working on congressmen. And, and rep uh senators to uh to get their their co sponsorship so we're hoping by twenty twenty uh from what I understand that at least by twenty twenty we can get it out there for a vote and uh get America back on the right track i hope so this this is definitely a big step in uh people yeah. at least keeping money in their own pocket you know without it being finagled and and taken away by Regulation after regulation, you know, people want to spend their own money. We don't, we don't want to tax it away. And you know, here's here's what I see, and I'm and I'm sure you see, in the real world, and the political world doesn't see this, but I live in a world where people have to finagle their dependents to bring home more money. You know, I live in a world yeah. where people, you know, have to sell their dependency of their dependents to someone uh, for a, a, a tax rebate or or, or a tax benefit, you know, where people have to lie, cheat, and, and steal, and grab hold, and hide their assets, you know, just to have uh, tax freedom. And, and, and this is crazy that these are the things that are talked about because, you know, it, again, it takes the power away from politicians, and they want to keep this power. You know, the one thing about politicians, majority of them, they, they get consumed by power, you know, and it, but it's, it's power that we give them. It, it's almost a celebrity, and, I, and I've talked about this in the show before, probably in many shows before, but, you know, we put we put politicians on the same pedestal as we do celebrities for some odd reason, but at the end of the day, they're just employees that we pay, and and I'll never understand that. You know, to save my life, I'll never understand that. And these people won't push the things that we really want, like the fair tax. You know, it, it, it would take an ignorant person to not want to do away with FICA, and you know, again, another key term there, but to not yep. want to do away with FICA 
and take the money that's, that that we earn every single day that we get paid for by hour or by salary, day, month, week, or whatever, you know, to take that money away. It would take an idiot to say, hey, you don't deserve the right to your own money and, and to spend your own money or deciding to keep your own money, you know. It take an idiot not to uh, understand that and, and not to it, support it, uh, that. Yep. So, hey, you, know, you were talking earlier about the Wizard of Oz. Uh, oh yeah. So I think the I think the Oz. If you open that curtain, you'll see uh, a few people. Uh, George Soros, for one. Oh uh, man. Uh, Alinsky is another one. Uh, you know, these are people. They're they're socialists, and uh, their their socialism that they're trying to bring to America uh, is is slowly like a cancer. It is just eating away at our internals and. It's just it's sickening to just watch, uh, you know, friends of mine uh, who who were once, uh, you know, staunch conservatives are are now acting like the socialism is the next best thing. It's just uh, I I can't understand it. You know, it's part of it is part of it is is is. Uh, Identification, like people, people want to identify themselves as caring, loving. I, I think most people, you know, they want to identify themselves as caring, loving. They don't want to, they don't want to be a hater. You know, they want people to have, and they don't want to be seen as, as as a bigot or as prejudiced or any of those terms that are thrown out there. You know, people want to identify themselves as likable, as is as, as lovable, and and when you start talking about uh, things like health care, uh, things like, you know, uh, tax benefits, you know, stuff that the government feels like they have to uh, uh, ration to us, you know, when when actually we can live without them. <laughs> and, and, and it's scary to me that, you know, people would, would support legislation that would give the government sole power to mandate uh, health care or to mandate a tax structure that we have no control out of. Now, what, what we're talking about is our individual rights to live. You know, the, the legislation that's been passed tax-wise and health care-wise could frankly kill us, whether it kill you by taking your money or kill you by putting you on some kind of medication that your body just rejects, but you have no choice over because it costs too much for the other stuff. Yep. But when you don't control that in your own lives and you give that power to anyone else who can personally identify with you and what you're going through in your house, it's a lose-lose. You just become an emperor. You, 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 you're just a, a big number thrown into the sky and no one's really paying attention to you, you know. Yep. This is but what hey, we're dealing with, man. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know, I, I don't know. Let me let me run something by you real quick. I'm not even gonna go to sure. commercial. Six six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. Hit number one if you got a comment. We'll take some calls maybe here in a sec. I just want to run something by you here and ask your opinion on it. I don't know how familiar you are with with uh, what's going on in North Carolina or, or what was just done in North Carolina, but uh, we've just had. Uh, tax reform. Uh, you know, we've just had an overhaul over our uh, 
tax structure, tax code here in North Carolina. And, you know, uh, I think I do remember hearing something. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I do remember hearing something. No, 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 you're fine. Yeah, you're fine. We're, we're having a conversation. So, you know, yeah. here's one thing. The, the hope that uh, this Republican-led, you know, Congress has done here in North Carolina and, and government in North Carolina, the hope is that, you know, we'll get some new economic activity and, and you know, to compensate for some of the $2.4 billion in revenue loss, uh, you know, over the next five years, hopefully. You know, hopefully we'll get some reforms out of that. But, you know, we've just had an overhaul. And starting in 2014, the uh, the, ID, the individual tax rate is going to be 5.8%. And then it's going to fall to 5.7%, maybe 5.75, I can't remember, in 2015. And, uh, you know, those rates are down quite a bit from 6, 7, and 7.75 rates that are currently in effect. Now, you know, there are people out here that's talking about, you know, uh, the rich are getting richer off this tax overhaul. It's not a good thing for poor people. So let me go to another part here. Now, you, you follow me with the percentages, right? 5.8 uh-huh. on 5.7 in 2015. Okay. Uh-huh. The standard deduction now, since people are talking about what's not beneficial for poor people, the standard deduction will more than double. Okay. $7,500 for singles from $3,000. And fifteen thousand dollars for married couples filing jointly from from six thousand. Now, what kind of benefit is that for the average worker in North Carolina, in your opinion? Oh, man. Um I know I didn't you know, prepare I you for this. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I don't know if that really uh would have much of a benefit. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. I'd have to look. Uh, I'd have to look at uh, look at that and see what. Because uh, you know, with the with the tax rates dropping from would you say six point five ish or so? Yeah. And, and then yeah, from doubling uh, the. Yeah, the tax rate. The tax rate is going to drop from. It's currently seven point seven five percent. And uh, it's going to drop to 5.8%. That's individual tax income. In uh, 2015, it's going to fall to 5.75%. So we're saving 2% off of the individual tax rate. So that's going to go down. You know, the standard deduction for yeah. people filing taxes is is going to increase uh, for singles to $7,500. From three thousand dollars, and and uh, for married couples, it's going to fifteen thousand dollars. From six thousand dollars. Now, also, there's a corporate income tax too. That, uh, and I don't, I don't remember the numbers right now. I think it was, I think it's going to be reduced to like six percent from seven percent, somewhere around there. It's going to drop like five percent, go to five percent in 2015. I think that's right. I might be off by a half percent somewhere here or there, but. Ultimately, we're, we're going to have a, a reduction in uh, corporate income tax as well. So a, a lot of people saying that by sweetening the tax pot, you know, that's going to be a huge kick for the rich. You know, we're not doing anything for the poor. Poor people aren't going to be able to make it. Poor people are going to lose more money. And, frankly, I just don't see that. I think this is a – to me, I think this is a big step in the right direction. Um, you know, a lot of businesses would like to come to North Carolina, but we don't play ball. Uh, you know, the people in North Carolina would like more money to spend, but, of course, they don't have it.
Florida, we got the highest gas tax in the southeast, or maybe the third highest gas tax in the southeast. I think it's the eighth highest in the nation, you know, right here in North Carolina. So, you know, I believe personally that the more people have and the more power that they have in control of their own money, you know, they'll decide when they need to spend, and that will make the economy better, personally. I don't think that the government can do anything uh, in terms of creating jobs themselves, you know, but what they can do is help us with the tax structure or, or do away with the tax code altogether, if you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, uh, it is. That is a lot. Um, and, you know, the... the uh, I'm still I'm trying to I'm still running the running through my head the the standard deduction thing to you know if you're lowering your your taxes and uh, doubling the standard deduction uh, you know I'm sure they're they're trying to benefit the 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 state well, obviously wants to benefit but uh, you know are they are they actually going to lose revenue off of that or uh, you know, because that that might make it harder for for some people if they do that. Uh, you know, I'm not too familiar with uh, uh, with that part of the income tax. And, uh, mm-hmm. You know, standard deduction usually just means that the, that's uh, you know it's the amount that reduces the amount of income uh, which you're taxed, right? I mean, is that still that's the same way it is in North Carolina? Um, yeah, the, the standard deduction. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, if they're doubling the the standard deduction, um, then they're wait, yeah, they're 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 doubling the standard deduction, right? So yeah, they would which be, means people who who don't uh, write off uh, or who don't uh, yeah who don't have any any write offs or any assets would get a standard yeah. deduction, a higher standard deduction. Uh, than they have before. You know, normally the standard deduction would start off at $3,500, but it went, if it went to $7,500, ultimately that's money that those people would save. Yeah, yeah, okay, I got you. Yeah, I was thinking, see, at first I was thinking backwards for some reason, and, and yeah, I understand. Uh, but, yeah, I think that, you know, that might, that, that would probably help uh, to an extent, but you have to make, more than that in order to be able to, to uh, deduct it. So, I mean, that's just the, right. those are just right. Numbers, right? So, yeah, if you're, right. I mean, if you're not true. making that much, then, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to, it's going to help the, the uh, higher income earners uh, more than it would and the see, lower. But, but see, and, and that to me, but to me, what this helps is the working class, because, you know, frankly, if you're making less than $8,000 a year, and you're an adult, you, no matter what we do with the tax system, it's not going to benefit you at all. You know, whether we had a flat tax, fair tax, no tax, you know, at the end of the day, it's not going to affect you at all outside of what you buy. Yeah. You know, so there again would be... Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So... What we need is something uh, a more push for the working class, you know, something that will benefit the working class more. And and I think that this will be a – I think that this is a great step towards, you know, a fair tax system to the point where, you know, hey, if we can 
if 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 we see good results from you know these uh the, the reduction in the percentages if we see good results from that you know maybe we can sweeten the pot a little more for the working class maybe we can you know go from 5% to 3% maybe from 3% to 1% and ultimately they'll just tax the goods that we buy the new goods you know, instead of going the other way, saying that, well, we need to tax goods more, they need to pay 10% and 15%, and then not only tax new things, but tax used items that people buy. You know, that's what's going to put, that's what's going to piss working class off, and that's what puts yeah. people in the poor house, and this is what we've been doing in this country, not only in North Carolina, but in every state in this republic since yeah. 1913. It, it has been. It's going. It's. It's always. It's been going backwards the way it, that it should. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and and it's like the more you work now, the more you're punished for doing that work. Uh, so people are getting smart and they're just taking part-time jobs. Uh, but that doesn't help America grow. It doesn't help the economy. It, it just, you know, keeps people minimized. Um, and maybe you know that's that's probably one of the the socialist agendas is to neutralize America, you know. Oh, it is. It it definitely is. People people like George oh. Soros, they they have their money. I, you know, I I follow this guy money. Uh, it, you know his donations and the things that he does. And and you know when people say, oh, he's not that bad. He's just a uh, campaign contributor, you know, these type of guys put money on both sides of the aisle, first of all, you know, and, and that's something that, that they do. You know, they play the stock market really heavy. They got the inside trading going on. You know, these type of people are are, are, are demonic <laughs> to me. You know, as close they to are. the devil as you can get. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, I've seen where George Soros, and, and I, I'm sorry, man, I just – People don't have to like me for this comment. It is what it is, and I'm, I always say something controversial. But, you know, why would a Nazi youth in George Soros, call it what it is, why would a Nazi youth like George Soros put $4 million into the black community in the United States without some sort of benefit from it? You know, yeah, exactly. I don't get that. What, what, what benefits would that make for George Soros? He's just not that type of humanitarian if you look at his record. He's not the nicest guy in the world. He's not a guy that wake up in the morning and say, you know what, I think I'll give away $2 billion today. You know, this guy's a player. With every with every donation that he throws out there, with every cause that he so chooses to, to, to support, you know, it's something in it for him. You know, this is a guy who made his riches off the destruction of a, of a country, of several countries, by the way. You know, yep. this is not a nice guy. Yep. <laughs> so, exactly. you know, these these people do want to see the destruction. Now, I think they want to see a one-world currency. I, I think that's going to bust open their bank accounts and cash is in their eyes, and, you know, they want to see a numero or they want to see a North American Union or something to the magnitude of that. You know, these are the guys behind the curtain, if you ask me. Yep, I agree. And, and you know, the fair tax would uh... – would put an end to all of that um, with zero corporate tax rates. Uh, you know, we're looking at uh, uh, 10 million new jobs opening up within just the first year or two. Uh, you know, all the all the jobs that were lost overseas because uh, you know it's cheaper to to build something overseas and bring it back into the U.S. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the and that's one thing I that's another thing I like about the fair tax is that it, it it puts America on a level playing field with the rest of the uh, rest of the world. Excuse me. Uh, you know, every other country in the OECD, uh, they they tax their imports and they untax their exports, and that is because. The other countries, when they import something, they tax it. So, you know, with us, we've got our tax on top of their tax, and it makes it more expensive to sell product overseas. Sure. And it's, you know, just the opposite coming in. It's easier to buy foreign-made goods than it is to buy our own products. Oh, yeah. You know. And the fair tax will change that around. Uh, it'll put us back on a level playing field with the rest of the world, and our co- we, we will be competitive. Which you know that, that's great. Whether if if our products aren't made well, they're not going to sell. But at least they won't be overburdened by taxes. Robert, what do you think? What do you think it would take to get the fair tax passed at this point? Um, a, a lot of education. A, a lot of education. Uh, there are people out there like Bruce Bartlett uh, who still mm-hmm. fails to, to see mm-hmm. the benefits. Uh, and, and, you know, there's there's a lot of information out there for for both, for all the parties, I should say, Uh you know, we're, I, I know we're a two-party system, but I, I'm, I look at everybody as either liberal or conservative. You know, that's pretty much – you're in one of two groups with me. If you're not a conservative, you're a liberal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I know, there, I know there are libertarians and there are people that, you know, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's education. And, you know, we, we have a lot of information out there about the fair tax. Uh you know, I'm always asking people, go do the research. Do the research yourself, you know. Just, just sit down for a day, and and you don't have to read everything. Read the highlights, uh, you know, until something catches your eye. If you read something bad about the fair tax, or if you read something good about the fair tax, keep reading. You know, because there's a lot of myths, there's a lot of misinformation. So if you find something bad about the uh, the fair tax, you're going to find that it's been the information has been refuted, or it was just false. Uh, and uh, you know that's the the problem with a lot of people is that they'll read and they'll go, oh, okay, well this is just this is a scam or this is just this isn't any good, and they'll just leave it at that. You know. Yeah, that, that, I, I hear that a lot of the times. This is just a scam, and we need to leave it alone, and, and you know, it's not so bad. And it, it, They're right, though. It, it's not so bad. It's horrible. <laughs> you know, it, it's horrible. A lot of people have seen bankruptcy because of the current tax, tax structure that we have that did not have to see bankruptcy. And, I'm, you know, I'm not talking about people who have uh, – who have spent, you know, so crazy or, you know, people who haven't paid attention to their finances. But, I mean, a whole lot of good people that just get caught up in this tax code that we don't have to have. 
and uh, it, it's insane, you know. Uh, you know, let, let me ask you this. Let me, let me scale back for a second, you know, and uh, we'll let you go here in just a few minutes. But I just want to ask you uh, if you knew who came up with the fair tax and, and where this originated from. This uh, this originated originated from five businessmen in uh, in Texas. Uh, Leo Lindbeck uh, Jr., uh, who just passed away uh, recently, I think within the within the past year. I don't remember the exact date. Uh, he and uh, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Bob McNair, uh, owner of the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Those two, and uh, I'm not sure if I have all the names on the other three, but uh, it was five five businessmen from uh, from Texas got together and they were complaining about the taxes that they had to fill out, and uh, they decided to to come up with a new system. now they didn't just uh, willy nilly write down that you know the fair tax needs to be twenty three percent. We're only taxing new goods and this and that. Now they actually put their money, they put their money back behind research, and had uh, had universities do the research on the best tax system and twenty. 22 23 million dollars later wow the 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 fair tax was created and this was back in uh, I believe it was 1996 or uh, 1995 or so it's it, but the fair tax has been in every congress since the 106 and we are in the 113th now I believe yeah mm-hmm. so uh, 16 years ish. Is that right? 160. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, and it and it has been uh, revised slightly since since then. Uh, you know, there have been minor changes to to the tax code, uh, to the fair tax uh, code, which. You know, if you if you print it out the fair tax code, you, you can fit it. Actually, I have one on my uh, on my blog. It's actually 34 page PDF, uh, as opposed to the 86,000 pages of the income tax uh, code that's out there right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, 34 page PDF uh, is what I have it condensed to. Um, it, it's it's actually it's uh, it's not the easiest thing to read uh, for someone who doesn't know uh, legalese. Uh, I, I I tried to read it uh, a couple of times when I first started uh, researching the fair tax, and I couldn't just sit down and read it. Uh, but when I was asked about something I could go back and research and look into the bill and see, okay, this is what that means. Uh, so it, it is understandable, uh, and it's very concise. Uh, but it's not as concise or it's not as short as the, uh, the flat tax. Uh, right. The, the flat tax code, from what I understood, uh, was on could be printed on 17 pages. Wow, really? And and you know, short isn't always good. 
that means there's a lot of loopholes. Uh, there's a lot of general information in there, but there's there's a lot of loopholes. Uh, the fair tax closes those loopholes. The way it's the way it's written, uh, what it includes, what it doesn't include, um, mm-hmm. how you can uh, uh, how, how if you, if you're a business and and you buy a car for the business and use it. And then, as you know, say you're the business owner, uh, and, and then you transfer it over to your personal use. Okay, as a business, you wouldn't pay tax on that. But in the transfer, the, the fair tax outlines all this: is how uh, how you would pay uh, the tax, or I believe it's a partial tax on the transfer of that vehicle. Uh-oh. So you know the the fair tax is it has and that's just an example right? it has uh, it has stuff like that written in it and it's it actually spells a lot of stuff out so there aren't any loopholes um, which is really good because it prevents politicians from playing tax favors um, <laughs> yeah so you know lobbying they good at you know, lobbying is huge in DC. Yes, sir. And, and and but you know the the lobbying in DC, uh, I I don't know if this number is correct or not. I've heard it's fifty percent, uh, but fi- uh, and I'm just going to use this example, even if it is if it is or if it isn't, uh, you know whatever percentage it actually is is, is what it would eliminate. But let's say fifty percent of uh, the uh, the lobbyists in D.C. are lobbying for tax breaks, uh, you know, going up to the politicians and saying, uh, I'll give you a million dollars if you can ensure my product gets a tax break. Uh, and, you know, to put this into perspective, uh, I'm sure you're familiar with Solyndra. Oh, yes, I am. All right. I love to talk uh, about Solyndra. I love, love it. <laughs> Uh, especially, uh, especially with all this healthcare talk too. By the way, Robert, with, with their uh-huh. history too. Yep. Uh, that was a lobbying. You know, that was basically lobbying. Uh, and the thing is, is uh, politicians couldn't do that under the fair tax because the only thing that is tax-free are necessities. That's right. And who defines those necessities? We the people define our own necessities. My necessities aren't the same as your necessities. It, say I'm a, say I'm a 20 year old college student that uh, lives off of uh, Dr Pepper and cheeses. If that's what I deem necessary for my survival, then so be it. That's my choice. That's right. You know. Uh, and, and no politician should have the right to tell me that uh, that those aren't necessities for me. So uh, you know, there's a, the fair tax fixes a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, it, it, and it's not just the politicians; it, it fixes, uh, you know, it, and it, I, I say fix. I shouldn't say it fixes, but it it, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it improves at least a lot of. 
it, it, there are a lot of hidden benefits to the fair tax. Uh, illegal immigration, for one. Uh, oh, boy. You know, one of the main incentives, and it's not every incentive. There are other incentives for illegal immigrants to come here. But one of the main incentives for illegal immigrants to come here is tax-free work. Yeah. Because they know that they don't have to uh, they don't have to file taxes, and the employers know as much as the IRS wants to crack down on them, uh, it's not going to get them all. Uh, you know, so uh, the fair tax would remove the incentive of tax-free work because they would actually have to pay taxes on their necessities. And, and that's part of the uh, the prebate, which I don't know if we... we uh, we got a chance to talk about, but uh, I'll. Uh, you can definitely uh, count on me calling back in sometime. Uh, you know, we can talk oh, yeah. about other aspects of the fair tax, and uh, you know, uh, if any of your callers have uh, have questions, or anything like that, we can uh, we can address those too. Oh man, you know, I'll I'll definitely be looking forward to that, and and I always get a lot of questions. Uh, after the show, like a lot of questions through email, it's different. You always explain to people it's different from AM, and, and we're well over 13 million listeners too. By the way, shout out to all my listeners out there. You guys are definitely big in my book, but a lot of listeners are archived, and uh, you know a lot of people will send email afterwards or they'll make a comment or something. And you know, oftentimes I find it I find it two weeks later <laughs> trying to sort through the mail. Oh, wow. You know. And, and, yeah, it becomes a little bit, I won't say overwhelming, but busy. And, uh, you know, it's not like FM radio. We did some AM for a while, but they didn't like some of my talking points, being that I lean to the right. So, you know, how that goes. Yeah. But uh, it is what it is. We You know, we fought through it and kept on moving. But, uh, uh, you, you know, it, it's different from FM because FM at any given time in any given market, you know, they can easily get 10 calls to call in and, and do a giveaway because, you know, let's face it, they they have anywhere from 4 to 15 or 20 million listeners at once uh, that are listening, and, and their pot is a lot bigger. So, you know, I like this platform because it's not controlled, and we can talk about things like the fair tax with, without somebody looking at us out of the corner of their eye, and if they are, we can't see them. So, you know, it's fine. You know, I, I appreciate folks like you that come on here and, uh, you know, spill out nothing but the truth and, and you know, help people understand you know, what's given such a bad rap. And, you know, the fair tax is, is man, I've looked at it and, you know, I, listen, I, man, I got nothing to gain to get on this radio show every week and tell people false information. I got nothing in the world to gain from that, nothing. Yep. So I always tell people, you know, what what do I get from pushing this message? You know, what do I get from inviting these people on to share their knowledge with you? I, I get nothing but gratification from, from the truth, you know, for the truth. So, you know, I appreciate people like yourself that can come on this show and, and, you know, give these folks some truth in what's really happening out there and help people understand what they clearly don't understand. So and, and Fairtex happens to be one of them. So, you know, thanks for taking the time and, and you know, your work today. And I, and I appreciate you taking the time to come on the show and, you know, talking about this topic. Well, I appreciate you having me on. Uh, it's, uh, it's really enjoyable. I like uh I like your show, uh, and yeah, you got another listener, so uh, I appreciate, appreciate that. Sir. Hey, Robert, uh, right before you go, 
we are, we always sure. do shout outs. So I, I want you to tell the people first of all where they can find your blog, where they can find you on Twitter, and you got to give a shout out, man. Sure, sure. Hey, uh, uh, you know, shout out to all my uh, my fair tax followers and friends out there if uh, if they're listening. Uh, I've got uh, you know anybody anybody wants to get on with uh, uh, the real fair tax people out there. Their uh, uh, their Twitter is uh, at symbol fair tax official. Uh, they uh, they do the the real fair tax tweets and. Uh, uh real big shout out to uh to Fair Tax Nation. Uh fairtaxnation.com is is the uh the largest community of fair tax uh followers and, and information uh advocates. Uh we have uh community and events there that people can get into. Uh my nice. blog uh my blog is uh is fair taxer. Uh that's just uh <coughs> excuse me uh, almost the same as my uh, my twitter just without the tx uh it's just the uh, uh, fairtaxer.com and then uh you know you can always get me on twitter at uh, at symbol tx fairtaxer so uh i appreciate it budgie thank you very much hey no problem and uh look man have have a blessed week Get some rest, my brother, and uh, we'll catch you next Sunday. Call in sometime. You too. You too. I hope that uh, I hope that cold goes away, huh? Hey, yeah, I got a couple months, man. I'm, I'm prepared to I'm prepared to deal with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, All thanks right. again. Thanks, brother. All right, thanks. All right, take care. All right, have a good one. That's Robert Robert Williams from uh, At Symbol TX Fair Taxer holding it down, coming through the KRP Radio Show. We definitely appreciate him coming through, showing us a lot of love. And uh, we're out of here, folks. It is time to close the show. A little bit early this week, but you know it is what it is. You guys always rocking with us, always checking out the show. And uh, the good thing about it is that you always can come to this show and get some quality information from some quality people. They don't have to be celebrities. They don't have to be some sort of social media personalities. You know, just quality, good, hardworking people that happens to know a little bit about a little and a lot about a lot. So, uh as normal, I always challenge you guys to communicate with someone that you don't know. When you bypass somebody, say hello, speak, do something, because communication is the cure to what else is most of the time. Check us out. God is love. Love is God. I am out of here next Sunday, same time, same place, at Timble KRP Radio Show, at Timble NC Pudgy, KRPRadioShow.com. We're also on Facebook, Facebook.com, backslash KRP Radio Show. And if you missed the show, check us out on KRPRadioShow.com. Make sure you guys order a t-shirt, man. I love the KRP Radio Show. That's going to be a popular shirt one day if you guys keep supporting it. I really appreciate what you do, and we'll talk to you guys next week. I'm out. Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real, real. Only gon' recognize, still, still. I reckon I will. Like we always do with this time. I go for mine. I get to shine. Now throw your hands up in the sky.